my very first lesson in my financial education was me having five years old, having pocket money from someone, or having somebody from my entourage giving me extra pocket money. And I remember my mother would come up to me after that, and she would say with one hell of a conviction, save it, save it, save it. She would say it as if my entire existence, life, survival was dependent on me saving that money. And I remember going to stores, being tempted with buying any sort of candy. And every time I would want to buy something, my brain would play that audio part of my mother saying save it then I would come back and say okay I should save it maybe I did not know what I was saving it for I did not know why I was saving it for I was a kid and I did not know I should be asking that question back then but that was my very first lesson Anyone could possibly raise this question. Why they don't teach us how to use money and how to deal with money at school? Why we don't have something called financial education in school? Why we don't have that? I mean, at some point, we all had math in school and we all had exercises or maybe problems to solve and resolve that involves money, buying things, selling things, Okay, but we never really had examples of everyday life that we could go through as adults in the future. And no teacher had pointed out at some point that you should do this when you want to save money or you should do that when you want to invest this money or you should do this. Maybe some of us did, but only in college because they studied something called finances. Okay, some of us have learned how to deal with money from a friend or from a grandfather or from their parents or from one of their relatives maybe running a business or having a company or they simply learned how to deal with money on their own from their own experiences and individual experiences or maybe books or from podcasts they were listening to or maybe from any online content in today's world or in today's digital world. But my question is, what do we exactly know about money and are we educated enough, financially speaking, and according to reality, and according to today's real world. My own experience when it comes to financial education started at the age of five. My mother insisted on me saving that goddamn pocket money I had. Save it. 
This was my very first listen. She said it with conviction without telling me why exactly I should save it for or how I was going to spend this saved money later on. And I did not really ask the question and I did not know that I should be asking the question on how am I going to use that? Okay, I'm saving it. What am I going to do next? Okay, I'm saving it and I'm saving it again and again and on and on and on. But what am I going, going to do with it? Am I going to at some point use it or not? And this habit continued until around adolescence. I surely at some point saved money. But it ended up being consumed with me buying certain things I needed or not. I don't remember vividly how I spent this saved money, but I was buying uh, candies and I was buying stuff I probably did absolutely not need. This is how a kid would do when you give them money. So I had my very first lesson, learn it, which is save money. That was a very precious, beneficial one that I learned from my mother. And this is where my financial education started. First one, to save money. Save that money. Save that goddamn money. Save any source of money that you could potentially have. But right after that one, there were no clear following lessons after that one. Lesson number one, save money. But what's next? What should I do with that money that I saved? How am I going to deal with it? Okay, I grew up after, logically, since that very first lesson, and I became an adult, I graduated from university, and I had few different jobs and few different sources of money. I'm currently working, and since that first lesson, up until now, my relationship with money was very random, is very random, it doesn't have any structure. I got paid. I buy what I need. I buy what I want to buy. I save some of it. And then I use it. And then the circle goes on and on. What I meant by buying things I need. I mean by that the necessities. And what I meant by buying things I wanted or I want. What I mean is that pleasures or Caprice, as they call it in French. So, necessities plus pleasures are called expenses. This is how my relationship with money was looking like so far. I knew I had one lesson that I learned before, which is to save money. I did not know how to use this saved money. How am I going to reuse it? How am I going to... Maybe invested. I knew the word investing, but I did not know how. I did not have vivid examples I could use. And my relationship 
with money was me getting paid, me buying what I need, me buying what I want, what I need plus what I want meant expenses. And the cycle went on and on. Until came that moment where I realized that my expenses, the necessities part of it, or part of them, needed more money. So I had a moment of realization that I needed more money. Does it mean that I need to change my current job and to find a better job where I'm going to be potentially better paid? Or does it mean that I need to change the way I was dealing with money? I needed to rethink, to rebuild my relationship with money. What I mean by rebuilding it, maybe giving it more structure, more depth, and not dealing with it as if it was something insignificant. But how was I going to do that? I decided to educate myself financially, knowing how to deal money. Okay, I had a very precious lesson, which is safe in it. And I needed to answer the question that I should have asked myself before or anyone before. I saved money. How am I going to do the, how am I, am I going to use it? Are there any potential plans, useful plans, smart plans? That's it. That's what I needed. I needed to educate myself financially so that I could use and deal with money in a smart way. What I mean by smart way means efficient, adequate, right, and reasonable way. That's where back in May, last May, I mean, I came across this book and this book is named The Richest, the Richest Man in Babylon, probably you know it, in which you can find seven precious lessons or advices about money. Any individual can learn them through narratives from a society that lived in Babylon in a certain period of time in the past. This society has a particular side to it. They all decided to learn from experienced people how to deal with money and how to deal with money meant for them how to become wealthy and rich. They did not have this superficial approach. They did not say, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be wealthy as if it was some fantasy magic related situation. They knew in order to become rich and wealthy, they had to go through a process. They had to go through a journey. They had to go from point A to point B. They knew they had lessons to learn. They knew they had to listen to people who were experienced or who already went through that journey. And they know that being wealthy, learning how to adequately deal with money was not something easy. It was something that takes time. It was something that takes energy. It was something that takes efforts, smart effort, efficient effort. 
So uh, they, they knew what they had to go through. It was not some sort of fantasy, romantic view or, or romantic way of viewing money. Okay, it's like, you know, dealing with money. I think that it's dealing with money or maybe building a, a relationship with money. It's the same when it comes to comparing it to building a relationship with a friend or a significant other or a parent. It needs to be built and being built means making efforts. It takes time. So that's it. Even if money was a thing, it was not a human being. Of course, the circumstances are not the same. The what it takes in both situations and contexts are not the same, but we still are talking about building something, learning something, trying something, making mistakes, and that's it. So, and um, they, these people or the society in Babylon, they had if there is something that really appealed to me, I think they had a very wise way of approaching money. This is what we need. You need when it comes to money, you need to be wise. You need some sort of wisdom. You don't have to be 70 years old to be wise. You can be very young in your 20s and still decide to have a wise approach to deal with money. So uh, before talking about these seven precious lessons from the society that knew how to be rich back then in Babylon, I would like to talk about certain points that are extremely important before building your relationship with money and before wanting to learn how to deal with money, how to save it, what to do with what was saved, how to invest it, how not, how to avoid making mistakes and how at the same time allow yourself to make mistakes because you have to make mistakes, because you have to make mistakes, I mean, in order to know how to deal with money and you for if you are fortunate enough then you you don't have to make mistakes even if i don't like to have this utopian way of approaching things being realistic is good as well so one of these points before knowing how to deal with money are some few things that i concluded from my own experience the point number one which is I mean, that says money doesn't necessarily mean superficiality and materialism. What do I mean by that? A relationship is being built in here. It's you and money. So you play a role that is completely different from what money is going to play as a role. And there is no way... For both of these two sides, you and money, to exchange your respective roles. You use money and not the opposite. So your role is to use this money, is to know how to use it, is to know how to control it, is to know how to master it and when.
then the role of money is to be used and not the opposite. Money in this context, in this narrative, is here to serve certain purposes, which is to be used to get things, to buy things that you need, depending on what are your purposes and objectives that you decided to draw or write or have. What is money going to use you for as a tool? Okay, why exactly or for what exactly? I mean, money is here to help you as a tool to live a better, decent life. So money is a tool, not a way. And you are here to use it. You use it and not the opposite. When you and money play its role, you are supposed to be playing Everything in this whole narrative falls down in its right place. What do I mean by that? Is that we are not going to have you being used by money. We're not going to have you being dominated by money. You dominate it and not the opposite. Because if it dominates you, this is going to lead to certain things that are not good for you. For your life, for your health, for your mental health, and for your own entourage. Okay, now let's go to point number two. Your joy, your happiness, your fulfillment, and your contentment. Ladies and gentlemen, have nothing, nothing to do with money. Okay, I'm going to dive deeper and profoundly into this point. Money is a tool, as we said previously, that you use to get necessities and sometimes pleasures to help you live a decent life according to you and your objectives and what you decided to have as objectives. Now, your joy, your happiness and fulfillment is your responsibility. It's an individual thing. It's between you and yourself. Money should not be directly linked to your happiness. Should not be saying, I have money, I'm happy. And when I don't have money, I'm not. Okay. What do I mean in this context? Is that you should define your relationship with money. You should define the place and the role and the purpose. Holy shit. I mean, proportion. Money is supposed to be taken, which is playing the role of a tool. Okay, let me give you a vivid example. Let's suppose that you are someone who likes making art, whether traditional old one or digital one. Okay, this activity, the state of creativity that you go through makes you happy, brings you joy, makes you content and fulfilled. Now... Your happiness is your responsibility. It is linked to maybe the state of creativity. You are happy just by thinking that you're an artist. But in here, one could come up to me and say, but in order to become an artist, you need certain things to buy, 
to make your art, which is fair enough. That's very logical. But in here, money is being used as a tool to buy you things that you need in order to make art, whether colors or brushes or maybe a device that you need that has different softwares where you could potentially make your digital art. But in this case, your happiness is not directly linked to money. Money in here played the role of a tool. Point number three, money gives you power, whether you want to admit it or not. But what do I mean by power in this context? What kind of power does it give you? And power being used, but in which context? Money gives you power because you have the power of buying and getting a necessity or something that you need when you want to or when or at any time of the day when you have to or maybe when you have to without worrying of the absence or lack of money. So you have power and money gave you power in this case. Why? Money gave you power because you could at any time of the day go out and say, I'm going to use money and buy myself this and get myself this because I need it. Whether something related to your health, to your lifestyle, a cloth that you need to buy, a, a pair of shoes that you need to get yourself, or maybe a pill that you need for a disease that you have. You have the power to say, I have enough money to get myself this thing or this thing that I need to have, or this to get myself this necessity that I have, that, that maybe I need. This is the power that you have. You don't have to worry about, oh, my, I don't have enough money. I don't deal with the problem of absence of money or a lack of money. That's why it gives you power. You could at any time of the day get yourself what you necessitate or what you need. This is a power. This is the power that is being given to you. And that's the wisdom. That's why you should deal with money with wisdom. Okay, maybe now we are going to point number four. Yeah, I think it's one, two, three, four, maybe. It's four, it's four. So, your financial education has to constantly be updated, upgraded, adjusted, and structured. What do I mean by adjusted and upgraded? Things are changing. Things are evolving. You are evolving. The world is becoming more and more digital. We, are, we live in a world where we are talking about Bitcoin, maybe going to dominate. And that's why you need to keep yourself updated in terms of financial education. And also, you need to share what you have learned with people who ask you to share it. 